Good afternoon, friends. Thank you for joining us today for another simple message from the Word of God. Rather interesting backdrop for today's devotional. You'll notice behind me here the roof that has been taken off a building. A building was taken down not far from here. And this is the roof. The roof has been taken off. And as I thought about that, it reminded me of a story, a beautiful story that we read about in the Gospels. It's recorded in a couple of the Gospels, but we're going to refer today to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2. And verse number 1 says, And again he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noised abroad that he was in the house. The Lord Jesus Christ went to the town of Capernaum. He went to a certain house, to a certain dwelling. He began to minister to the people. He opened up the scriptures. He began to point towards uh, the Lord and the kingdom of heaven. And he opened up the word of God. He began to touch people, heal people. Lives were being changed. One of the other gospels says that the power of the Lord was present to heal the people. What a savior we have. And it began to be circulated. The Lord's in that place. And four men heard about that. Four men who were burdened for their paralyzed friend. A man that couldn't walk. A man that was confined to his house. A man that was confined to a bed. And these four men heard that the Lord was present in that house. And they wanted to bring their friend to the Savior's feet. So that he might touch their friend. And heal him. And deliver him. And change him. And so you might say they had a burden. A burden for a man in need. And they knew and believed in their hearts that the Son of God could change that man's life. I wonder today, Christian, do you have a burden for the lost? Are you concerned for those who are not walking with God, who don't know the Lord, who are living and dying in their sins? William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army, once said that rather than sending his cadets to a Bible college for a couple of years, he'd rather send them to hell for five minutes because that would give them a burden for the souls of the lost. Sin has consequences. God must punish sin. But God is also plenteous in mercy, able and willing to forgive and to deliver from the pollution of sin, the power of sin, and also the penalty of sin. So these four men, they physically lifted their friend, carried him to that house to bring him to the Savior's feet. But at last, whenever they got there, the place was crammed full of people and they couldn't enter in through the door. So they went up the side of the building. They began to remove the roof tiles. They lifted the roof out of the road. And they lowered their friend down and just lowered him right down to the Savior's feet. Not only did they experience an undeniable burden, but they employed an unusual method. I'm sure that had never been seen before. People in that house lifting their eyes up. And men lifting the tiles off the roof, and they let their friend down to the Savior's feet. And the first thing that the Lord said to that man was, Son, that speaks of adoption into God's family. Son, be of good cheer. That speaks of the joy of the Lord. Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins are forgiven thee. That's justification. That's forgiveness. And even the Pharisees who were there that day understood what the Lord was saying. And they asked the question, why does this man speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? The fact that the Lord Jesus Christ had pronounced that man's sins forgiven was proof positive that he was claiming to be God manifest in the flesh. Only God can forgive sins. 
Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He's God the Son. He's able to forgive your sins today. You don't need a, another mediator. You don't need a priest. You don't need a pastor. You don't even need a church to have your sins forgiven. You can call upon the Lord just now and say, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Lord, save me. Lord, I confess my sins. And if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And whenever the Lord read the thoughts of those Pharisees, those religious leaders, the blind leaders of the blind, he turned to them and says, which is easier to say, son, my sins be forgiven thee, or arise and take up thy bed and walk. And so that ye may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the sick of the palsy, take up your bed and walk. And immediately new strength and new life entered into that man's limbs and into that man's legs. And he took up his bed and he walked and left the place rejoicing. What a wonderful, wonderful story. Four men with a passion for the lost. Four men with a burden for those in need. Four men with faith to believe the Savior could deliver him. Four men who were willing to put themselves out and take the roof off the house because they knew that the Lord was there. Child of God, I trust that you attend the place where the Word of God is preached, where the Gospel goes forth. Let's do our utmost to get people in under the sound of the Gospel, even if it means taking the roof off the house. May God bless you, friends. Thank you for joining us, and hopefully we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.